Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Bigfooty Draftcast with me tonight. I have two stalwart members of the Bigfooty Draft and Trading Board. I have Basti and PM Bangers. Coming up tonight, we're looking towards the draft. We're actually going to talk about the under-17s this week. And our Bigfooty experts are going to answer all your questions. All that and more coming right up. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Big Footy Draftcast. Basti and PM Bangers, good evening. Yeah, good thanks evening. for having me, Wookie. Great to be on. Now, Basti, it's your first time here with PM Bangers. Uh, we all know and love already. Uh, but uh, Basti, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, mate. What's your interest in the draft and trading? Well, uh, I've been following the draft for a few years now. Uh, I got in basically the same way most casual draft watchers do. They... You come in, you want, you want a certain player drafted to your club, and then you learn about every other player uh, that is potentially going to your pick. Uh, I've got I, I'm Tasmanian born and bred, so I mainly focus on Tasmania, but I also have a pretty large uh, knowledge on uh, WA uh, because I got I go for Frio, and I, I always need to know what the latest WA draft prospects are coming up for Frio. Well, we won't hold the Frio thing against you just because my club hasn't won a flag since you guys came into the comp, and I blame you guys for that, <laughs> uh, to be honest. I, I seem to think there's a link there. Uh, PM Bangers, how are you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm good as ever, Wookie, uh, unless I'm being yelled at by Collingwood supporters, that is. I <laughs> didn't notice that there was a little bit of to and fro going on there on the draft and trading board during the week, but that's okay. It's only Collingwood supporters, mate. We all have our, uh, our uh, personal proclivities against them. All now, in good jest. Last week, we uh, failed to talk about the WA uh, uh, guys at all, um, which uh, we got lambasted for during the week in, in no small way on the forum. Uh, so how about we start with the under-19s this week, guys? And what, uh, what what's happening there? Uh, so uh, recently, the under-19 squad has played against the... had played a few trial games, as, of course, they haven't been able to play in the championships. Uh, they've played against the under-17s, East Perth and Perth now. Uh, there's been a few good performers like uh, Jaya Miss and Matthew Johnson, uh, among others. And then a few others have been rising up the ranks like Eric Benning, who's part of Freo's Next Generation Academy. Yeah, and um, we've obviously seen some guys that maybe looked like they were going to be later draft chances really um, sort of bolt and, and put their hand up over these performances. So uh, Angus Sheldrick is, is one to look out for in that regard, a smaller midfielder from Claremont. He's just really hard at it. Um, and loves to tackle, and he's sort of surprisingly good um, at using the footy for a guy that's uh, inside traditionally those types of midfielders sort of struggle in that aspect. Uh, then you have sort of Jamal Stretch, who I believe Basti might be a little bit sore on because he's sort of Fremantle NGA eligible, but they didn't get him in uh, before the deadline, so that's a, a potential good one that they've missed out on there. And then Ethan Regan, who's um, a, an Eagles Next Generation Academy member, he's a uh, I guess sort of a, a third tall forward. He's got uh, some really good athleticism and he's a he's a good mark at, and pushes up the ground to be a really good sort of link-up forward and uh, deliver long inside 50. Okay, so notable performers. Um, I mean, we hear all about the guys like Neil Erasmus and, and guys like that. Uh, he's been a very popular name around these uh, particular podcasts over the last couple of weeks. Who's doing really well at the moment? Uh, Jacob Van Royen from Claremont 
he was on the radar for a lot of players recently, uh, for a lot of the draft watchers recently. And uh, he's starting to come back in, uh, into the mold after he had a uh, glen, glandular fever, or however you pronounce it. Um, and he kicked six goals in a game for Claremont recently. Uh, he's, he's looking really good at the moment. He's starting to move back up boards. Uh, he's played a few games in defense as well, which shows he's a bit versatile. Uh, another one is Jack Williams, who's another versatile player who can play in the ruck and defense, but he's mainly a tall forward. Uh, one of his main knocks on him is that he's not that great athletically, but he's got he's got an amazing mark on him, and I think he's a really good tall forward and has a lot of upside given he's so versatile. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I, I was just going to cut in. So um, two more there that uh, Basti missed out on. So you mentioned. Neil Erasmus Wookie, and I think it'd be a bit uh, remiss of us not to touch on his performances. Just in the past month, he's he's been really good at school level, and he um, came in for that game against East Perth in the under-19s trial match and absolutely dominated so much so that he earned himself a bit of a, a pretty hard tag, I thought, against Perth in the mm-hmm. under-19s game against them, which was funny to see that um, you know all these sort of Perth reserves players trying to rip into a 19- or 18-year-old kid even, so... Uh, interesting look from them there. And then Kate Dittmar, who's, uh, I guess, a bit like Angus Sheldrick in a, a really hard in and under midfielder, but he's a little bit taller. He's that 186, and he's just a really big body uh, around stoppages. And he earned himself uh, a league debut for his team, East Perth, after those under-19s trial matches. So who, was, uh, who would you say is unlucky to not be in the squad, in the under nineteen squad at the moment? I think uh, WA has actually done a pretty good job of uh, who they've selected. Uh, m- most of the names that were brought up before the draft and had performed before the squad was selected, most of them got in. Uh, some of the ones that did miss out, though, uh, include Richard Bartlett, who uh, was really good in the under-16s, uh, but he didn't get to do much. I think he played a lot of country footy beforehand, uh, meaning that uh, he, he didn't get his time in the waffle and then been able to get the selection in the under-19s. Another one uh, is Jermaine Pickett, who uh, has been playing as a bit of a utility in the waffle at the moment, uh, playing in defense and in the forward line, but is mostly known for being a tall like wingman running half-forward sort of. Okay, and the, uh, the WASA game, the championship game that's supposed to be coming up, uh, I think you said that was going to be cancelled. That has been postponed at the moment. Yeah, postponed. Um, I haven't seen the article, so I'm not sure if there's a, a sort of uh, backup date locked in yet. But I think we sort of knew that, that this is a real risk of happening, especially, I guess, the later that we, uh, or the AFL rather, waited to play the games is that, you know, we, we sort of live uh, currently in a pretty unpredictable landscape. So... Um, unless you're doing things sort of immediately, it's a bit harder to uh, plan for them. And so are any, are any of the other championship games that are supposed to be happening, are they going ahead? Uh, are they all postponed at the moment? Yeah, looking like it's all postponed. There was a uh, discussion, I believe, of uh, a possible hub um, for sort of an under-19s championship round-robin week, which would have been really good but um obviously like a lot of these kids are you know still in school they're doing year 12 sort of thing so it's hard to get them to commit a couple of weeks of their life in such a stressful time to to just you know go and play footy it's gonna make it hard for the the draft in november you'd imagine yeah yeah and um that's sort of what everyone's saying is that you know we're waiting for the championships to really figure out um you know what the order of the kids between 
you know, some people still haven't got a clear fourth best player or, you know, some people are sort of pretty happy with their top six, but then they're looking for the next, you know, 20 to 25 to order themselves, which makes it a bit harder. And I think, um, you know, uh, I think Basti was really looking forward to those championships to have a look at some of the WA kids in particular. Mm. And just, there, uh, sorry, Basti, there, Yeah, there's definitely a few in that, like, uh, 10 to 25 area that could go, like, anywhere now there could be like a few bolters like last year we had uh matthew allison who went to st kilda in the first round and max holmes who went to geelong i think we'll if there is no championships we'll probably see a, uh another few players like that that might go a bit earlier than we expect okay as a as a frio guy um who are you hoping to land from this uh from from wa in particular i'm really hoping that we get a look at neil erasmus uh being that uh midfielder slash half forward uh, could add like a different dynamic to our team that we don't really have at the moment. Uh, and at the mo- at the moment, we have a few. We have a need for a tall forward at the moment. So any of the WA two tall forwards, whether that be Van Royen or Miss or Williams, that'd be really good at the moment. So it doesn't really matter in the end. You're going to get a good pick regardless. Exactly. There's uh, there's a lot of uh, uniqueness into this uh, draft class of WA. Uh, a lot of good players in pretty much every position. So. How do you think the WA guys are positioned compared to, say, the SA guys at the moment in terms of draft prospects? I think South Australia, they have a lot of really good midfield prospects at the moment. Uh, I'm not too sure like about their, their key position prospects, and I think that's the same across the board. Outside of Victoria's Josh Gibskis, there's not too many... like Oh, and Sam Darcy, of course. There's not too many uh, great key position players outside of that. So I think that's the edge that WA has at the moment by having really good key position players as well as just good players in the midfield and defense as well. Cool. Um, just uh, before we look ahead to the draft, just uh, a quick look at the under-17s, guys. Uh, I'm not sure which one of you wants to handle this, but the games versus South Australia and WA uh, in the um, under-17s. Yeah, I can I can kick us off and then Basti being a bit more of an expert can <laughs> uh, pick up where I fail. Um, yeah, so they played South Australia in South Australia. Oh, might have been even in June now, so it was a, a while ago. Um, and sort of just fell short. They sort of probably went in, uh, if, you, if, if there was betting markets on it, you'd say that they were a little bit uh, ahead of SA. So you wouldn't have gotten much if you put money on them, but... You know, they sort of, in the end, um, had a pretty lax first quarter and then couldn't mount a really sufficient comeback. And I'm sure, as I saw a lot of WA supporters saying in the uh, game thread, there was a little bit of unhappiness with the umpiring decisions. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and Basti, your thoughts? I thought it was a it was a really good game to watch. I think a lot of the WA players uh, got to show themselves off, specifically Daniel Curtin. He's like a defender who can play in the forward line as well. Really good mark, and I think he was the best player on the ground in that game. Um, I think WA next year, we have a lot of tall stocks this year, like Jacob Van Royen and Jack Williams. But next year, there's even more names like Luke Brown and uh, Alex Condon, who have been really impressive lately. So Awesome. So as we take a look ahead to the, the draft that's coming up this year, and we've already discussed briefly the difficulties around that, but uh, who are your top five prospects from WA? At the moment, I have Neil Erasmus, uh, Matthew Johnson, Jaya Mist, Jesse Motlop, and Jack Williams 
as my top five WA prospects. Neil Erasmus, as, a, as I've mentioned before, he's probably the number one WA prospect at the moment. Um, being that midfielder half forward, he's been really dominant. As uh, Ben Banger said before, he, had, he copped a really hard tag uh, from the Perth uh, reserves. Uh, Matthew Johnson, you've got a really tall midfielder who's really classy and has a lot of skills. Uh, Jai Miss is a, a marking forward with a lot of upside, currently the leading goal kicker out of any WA top forward in the Colts at the moment. Uh, Jesse Motlop, uh, he's part of Freo's Next Generation Academy, uh, and but he's part of the Metro one, so we don't get to match a bid on him until pick, after pick 40. He's speedy, he's smart, he's everything you want in a talented small forward. And Jack Williams, he's a versatile uh, tall forward who play in the defense and the rock as well. So, all right. Well. And um, oh, sorry, I was just going to say mine's fairly similar. I've I've just got um, Van Roy in, in there ahead of Williams. I think that um, the little bit you know, touch more athletic than Williams is, and and a little bit of a stronger mark on the lead for mine. I do I do hear a lot about Neil Erasmus, especially over the last couple of weeks, and Van Roy's another one I've been hearing a lot about. Um, it does seem like there's a lot of good prospects from WA this year, which we can all look forward to seeing how they go in the draft. Don't have to say anything there if you don't like guys. I'll just... Rand, are we going to comment on stuff until someone says something? Play <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, him. The show's about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, we we took the time out. Well, rather, PM Bangers took the time out during the week to ask the Draft and Trading Board Forum uh, for some questions. And I believe they've, uh, they've delivered some for us there, uh, PM Bangers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I can take the uh, the lead here, and and we'll really grill Basti. So uh, put me on the hot seat. Yeah, you ready, mate? Do, do, do. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, good. These are the real um, hard hitting questions. So I don't stuff them up. Uh, Red Redmond was here. Who um, just quick shout out to Redmond if he's listening. Does a lot of work with uh, setting up our future prospects threads. So thanks for that if you're listening. And here's your award. Basti's going to answer a question. Um, Redmond wants to know, are there any prospects who were talked about a fair bit in the past couple of years who sort of fought, fell off the radar this year? And then further that, are any of them sort of looking like they'll re-emerge heading into the draft? Uh, I mentioned before Richard Bartlett and Jermaine Pickett. Uh, both of them were really good in the under-16s, but neither of them have particularly uh, been impressive this year. So you also have Max Chipper, who came into the year really exciting. He's a classy uh, wingman. He's played all right for the under-19s, but he hasn't like starred like some of the other WA players have. And then you've also you've also got I had someone else here. Um, you've got Luke Taylor, who's a tall forward, brother of Sam Taylor, and he uh, he's not as good as his brother, but he's still like a, a unique tall forward who can also go into the defense from time to time. Well, you you've really just branched into another question there, which is uh. <laughs> interesting from you also um a, a couple more that i just wanted to ask you about particularly because i did know that you're going to forget a couple um mm. so judd mcvee is one that was obviously a pretty um he was spoken about a lot last year in the midfield and he's moved into the back line not as spoken about what do you think about that move yeah he hasn't been very productive uh for east Fremantle so far this year uh i, I was a fan of him in the under 16s but i think now he just has better players going into his role, and I don't know if he's as comfortable in the uh, defense role that he's been put into now. So, 
fantastic. And then um, another one that, uh, like Luke Taylor, has a brother in the the big league and earned himself a late invite to the under-19 squad, Joshua Cripps. Yeah, Joshua Cripps, uh, brother of Patrick Cripps and Jamie Cripps. Uh, he was injured all last year with an ACL, coming in as a 19-year-old now. Uh, he's been pretty. He's been good in his last few games for East Fremantle, kicking I, I think five goals in his latest one. I, I don't know the exact amount. Uh, and now he's coming in to the under 19s squad, which shows that they uh, the uh, the recruiters probably want to see a bit more of him, given that WA already has a lot of tall forwards. And bringing another one in means uh, there's probably someone from above saying, "Let's get this guy in." Yeah, fantastic. Um, and just I guess a personal one from me. Further on, Crips, do you have any questions on his athleticism, or do you reckon that would be acceptable to the next level? I think that that's the main gripe on him at the moment that he's not. He's a bit slow. Um, and in tall forwards now, you kind of want them to be a bit faster to be able to escape from the tall defender that they're playing on. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes on better tall, better tall defenders if we do get a championships. Uh, but for now, he's. Uh, doing what he can at Waffle at Waffle Cold level. Great answers. Um, we'll move on to Brisbane's question. Who uh, I think a little bit scarred maybe by Brisbane's past um, recruiting decisions. He wants to know who are the WA halfbacks with pace and good kicks that no one has discussed at all, but the Lions are most likely to draft. Uh, there's two uh, coming out in the, in the rookie area, sort of. Uh, you've got Bryce Watson, who's played well for uh, the under-19 squad recently. Uh, he's, pretty, he's a composed sort of player, um, and he's a strong defender, which is what which is what you want in a uh, nice halfback like that. But he can also run off the halfback. You've also got Zachary Fliner from West Perth. Uh, he, he's part of the squad. I don't think he's been as uh, involved as Watson has. He hasn't uh, had as good of games, at least. Uh, and, besides, and besides that, uh, not too many coming out of WA this year. All right, I've just got two more prospects I want to ask questions about in particular because I've already got links to the next level. So, uh, Corey Warner, who's been playing for East Fremantle Seniors, how are you seeing um, his position in the draft? I think uh, he's really uh, done nothing wrong this season. He came in, he already looked pretty good, and then this year he's gotten a senior selection for uh, East Fremantle, which not many players get, and especially on the wing you, you normally see the players that go up to the next level, they're usually like your tall forwards like Logan McDonald last year or Denver Granger Barass as a tall defender. So seeing him go on the wing uh, for East Fremantle, which doesn't have... Uh, they, they've got a lot of depth in that area. And so uh, it's good to see him go in and uh, be able to play at a decent level and not look too out of pace. Uh, he's a good kick. Uh, he's fast. Uh, and he's kind of the opposite of his brother where he's more outside than inside. Perfect. And then you could probably guess who I'm going to ask about next, given the clue. But what about Taj Woden? I think he's one that um, I've been surprisingly impressed with ever since sort of watching him a bit more closely. How are you seeing his uh, year? Yeah, I think Woden, he's done pretty well so far this year. He came in as uh, a, a rookie chance, and he, he still sort of is. Um, looks right now, he's played some good games in the under-19s. Uh, I reckon he'll probably end up at Melbourne in some form next year as a father-son pick. Perfect. Oh, that's it for the questions, Wookie. You ready to take it back over? Yeah, I think so, mate. I've got a question for you, just oh. on, on behalf of many people, I think. Uh, how's Collingwood going to look like in the draft, mate? 
Oh, well, as it's known, uh, look, I'm, I'm the biggest Collingwood fan. Um, oh, absolutely. It's nothing but the best. And I think, you know, just personally, I think that Nick Dacos is a good prospect, but the 17 other clubs should be good blokes and just not bid on him. That'd be real nice. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think the odds are of that happening? I'd be very surprised if he doesn't go uh, in the first two picks, to be honest. I would not be surprised if some club pulled what Essendon tried to do to Carlton a couple of years ago and bid on Jack Silvani <laughs> right, at, right at the end of the draft. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, what was that about? <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon if Dacos lasts until that point, um, Collingwood should just let whichever club bid on him keep him. Just take him. <laughs> and uh, just one for me personally, guys, Carlton. Uh, as I've mentioned earlier, we haven't had a lot of uh, success over the years, and uh, we're not travelling greatly uh, this year. Um, what do I need? Adam Chera. Well, looks of things. Um, looks like you'll be taking him off us. Right. Oh, so, sorry, um, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Chera pretty much fits what you need. But um, failing him, you could do. I mean, WA-themed uh, podcast, let's stick with that for your selection. I think Erasmus would be a really good pick as a taller midfielder that can actually fill a role up forward. And, um, I, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of big calls, but you can see a bit of Fife, a less contested version maybe, in his mm. game with just his sort of aerial presence despite not being that true key position height. I don't want to get to the point where the, this podcast is solely responsible for the hype around Erasmus. Uh, but uh, the last couple of uh, draft casts that we've done, his name has come up in like every one of them. I just so. want it known that I'm not his manager. I don't want it <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, did you guys have anything else you want to bring up before we close off the cast tonight? No, I just want to say um, thanks, Wookie, again for hosting and thanks, Bassie, for coming on. Thank, thank you for having me. As always, guys, you can find these two fine gentlemen on the draft and trading board on Bigfooty. Um, you can also find further draft information through draftcentral.com.au and various other locations, no doubt. But for the time being, that's all from me tonight. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you all for your feedback on the forum. Uh, and we'll catch up with you all later. <laughs>